Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, I'm sitting with Mike Cavanaugh. He is the VP of Sales and Marketing at DocuPhase. We get into a conversation about aligning sales, marketing, customer service, and really taking the viewpoint from your customer. How does your customer interpret the business? How are they dealing with the sales process that you're putting them in? So I like this and kind of flip the script for us to be like, who is the customer and what are they going through and how we can think about that. But before we get into it, as always, guys, we put on this show here at Cave Social. We're a marketing agency that helps companies grow with social. Social first creative agency. If you need any help with social media, we'd be happy to take a call with you, hear about your problems and see if we can help you the solution. Go to cavesocial.com, hit that contact us or schedule a call and we'll connect from there. All right, sit back and enjoy this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. Today, joining me is the VP of Sales and Marketing at DocuPhase, Mike Cavanaugh. Mike, how you doing? I am wonderful. Thank you for having me, Jordan. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to this conversation. Yeah, it should be good, man. I'm pumped to get into really understanding the customer's journey and putting ourselves in that perspective from the business side. But before we do that, before we get into that meaty juiciness, I want to roll the clock back. How did you find your way into marketing and end up at DocuPhase? Yeah, no, great, great question. I would say I'm the stereotypical sales guy who just kind of fell into marketing. I started my career at AT AT&T selling to enterprises back when Blackberries were still a thing. So it's been a minute, but I joined DocuPhase last year in August. DocuPhase was purchased by a private equity firm and I worked a little bit with the private equity firm during the due diligence. And when they acquired the company, they asked me to come in and run sales and marketing. It's a small organization, but a mighty one. We're doing really well. We're growing. And, you know, we're trying to stay lean, trying to keep sales and marketing under one individual, largely because I think the line between sales and marketing has gotten so razor thin and really probably shouldn't exist as as it does today. So I've worked very closely with marketing my entire career from my days at Samsung to Prono Forms to, you know, and then taking this over. It was a chance for me to really see if I could do it myself. I mean, like any sales guy, I made a lot of cracks about marketing. But it's a great opportunity and to understand the entire customer journey, right? From the first moment they engage with us to sign the contract and going into our implementation team. And I think the closer sales and marketing work together in this new age is so critical and so important because it really is about defining a critical part of the business. It's imperative that the two, you know, departments work together. And I will even lump customer service in there because ultimately it comes down to what you were saying, understanding the customer's experience. And for too long, these have been siloed, sometimes by design, sometimes by bad work culture, where you get these adversarial relationships and sales think they do all the work and then they think marketing's arts and crafts. And then, oh, our customer service department is just like, those are the last people that are trained, they're minimum wage. We just turn and burn those people. And it's like, okay, this is such a broken way to look at it. Let's take a step back and look at the customer's entire experience. When they call, when they see a marketing message and then they go speak to a salesperson, are they being promised the same thing? Are they feeling the same? Okay, cool, right? Like that is so imperative, but then- Absolutely. Yeah, and then also when something goes wrong on the back end and they need to contact customer service, are they 
like on hold for four hours and then told like they're SOL or does that company make it right? So I love this idea and what you're talking about of like trying to think about the entire customer experience. Now you got put into that, that role, sales and marketing. What have you done to kind of like bring the two sides together? Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a great question. You know, one of the first things that I did when I joined the organization, the first 60 days was you know, I wanted to get a 360 degree view of our customers. Who are they? What industry are they in? What have they spent with us? How long have they been with us? How are they using us? What's their net promoter score? All the the kind of key KPIs that you would look at for a successful customer. And one of the first things, you know, at this organization I saw was we had disparate systems, like professional services were using one system, sales and marketing was using one system, support was using one system. And so there was information silos and so no one could just tell me, hey, this customer, they're complaining. How long have they been the customer? You know, what's their value to us? What, how long have they, you know, those types of things. So having good data and understanding that data and what it means and what's critical was a priority. So one of the first projects was to get everybody on a single source of truth. So we did a Salesforce project, which was, I won't call it fun, but it was a, it was a productive aspect. So that was the first thing is getting all that data into one place. So you understand who your customers are, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And then really talking about what we do as a business. What is it we're trying to achieve? Who are the people that we're selling to? So focusing on a buyer persona, you know, sharpening our buyer personas and the value messaging that we deliver to them was, was kind of the next piece. And then for me, and part of that exercise was me talking to our customers, just getting, you know, right in the weeds of it, talking to our customers, understanding, you know, what was the problem that they came to us with? Why did they buy from us? What was their experience in the process that had them come and and do business with us and stay doing business with us, right? I'm a big believer in the guys over at Winning by Design. And if you think about the SaaS sales model now, it's not a pipe. It's really this bow tie thing. You're constantly trying to grow and evolve. And if you don't think of it that way, you're going to have challenges. So it was looking at that and then looking, those were kind of the key components was understanding the data and then talking to real people in in the cycle and in and who are using it so I can understand the stories to it. I love that. Get the team aligned, right? But then also pull those insights and have like we have the macro look at it. We have the unified data, but then also the micro. Let's just call it a customer. How has this been? Like Yeah. Right? I think that goes so far. And now as you look at the organization and okay, that kind of helps give you purview of like what's going on. What are the I guess takeaways, new initiatives? Are there things that you're like, okay, that customers have taught you where you're like, we now have to transition and continue to kind of stay ahead of the curve. Is there anything that you're doing? Yeah. Anything you're doing on that front? Yeah, no, it's a great question. So like most SaaS organizations, we had a process where people would come to the website and fill out a, a form to get information or get a piece of content. And then, you know, our SDR would follow up with them and they would do a discovery call and ask some qualification questions and, and go through that process. And then they'd be handed off to one of my account executives. And I think a lot of companies do that. I think it's been the way of, to do business in B2B sales for so long in sales and marketing. We want to qualify these. We want to make sure they fit. But that's not what the buyer wants. That's not the experience the buyer wants. The the buyer wants the experience they have on Amazon. They want to go click a button and buy it, right? Now, we have a a robust platform that can do a lot of things. So we can't quite do that, but we can make it easier to engage with us. So, and then I thought about my buying experience. You know, I I put myself in the shoes of of a buyer. Like I worked at Salesforce. I've used Salesforce for 10 years. I was in their ecosystem. And yet I had to talk to an SDR and explain why I wanted to talk to my AE. Like, 
why? What value did we get out of that call, right? So one of the things we did, it was a quick fix, but it, I think it's it's been a meaningful impact was we shortened and simplified the process for somebody who's coming to our website, who's done their research, whether it's Captera, G2, Google, LinkedIn, they found us, they're interested, is we instituted Chili Piper and let people book directly on our AEs calls. So that person is speaking to the account executive, the account manager, who's going to be with them, not only through the buying cycle, but also as their account manager when they go live, after they go live with the support of a CSM. So streamlining that process, eliminating the need for additional steps that don't, in my opinion, deliver value for the customer or the prospective customer and put them on the phone with the folks that they're looking to talk to, which is, you know, it's improved our conversion ratios on the landing pages. More people are booking, we're booking more meetings, we're shortening that process. But the customers like it more because they're getting to what they ultimately want to see, which is they want to see the product. They want to understand how it can help their business, right? So that was one, you know, it was a minor fix, but it was something that was meaningful to the buyers. And I think that's innovative thinking and design thinking, right? We sometimes misconstrue innovation and design think it has to be grandiose. And sometimes it's the removal of a little friction opens the floodgates. Because when people are deciding on scheduling a call, what product they want to use, what book they want to buy on Amazon, like there's so many different things on like, we have to remove that friction because sure, the diehards will figure out a way to get your product and have the meeting. But a lot of people will be like, eh, I'll go somewhere else. (laughs) And that happens from intro calls to customer service inquiries, et cetera. So I love that idea of like, all right, how do we give our customers that direct access? How do we treat them like people who've bought things from us, not just like, you know, they literally gave us money. Maybe we should treat them like it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that that's sometimes missed. Once we get the check, we're always like, see you later. <laughs> so I love that. I love that thinking. And Chili Piper is a great product. It, 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 yeah. I mean, I've used them multiple times at organizations. I think they just, they've figured it out. And I'll give them credit. as like, they are uber transparent with their customers. They charge the same fee no matter how. I bought license, a lot more licenses, a few licenses. The pricing has never been different. I'm not quite there at that point with us, but I think they've made that, you know, they've taken it to to another level. And again, for us, I think, especially when you're talking about inbound, when people are seeking out a product, it's not like you've cold called them or you prospected. That's a different cycle. And I think that's the other thing. People have to look at the different buying motions. It's not one size fits all, right? So if you, if somebody's coming to your webpage or coming to your, you know, your Google ad or, or whatever, you know, they're coming there because they are trying, they're Googling something, they're trying to solve a problem that their boss or somebody has told them I got to go solve, or they're taking the initiative themselves. And they want to, you know, if you've done your job, you've educated them, you've put the information out on the website, you've got their attention. You know, what is the point of putting that extra step in there? What are you gaining? What are they gaining? And just treat the buyers the way you'd, I try to put in, you know, how would I want to buy from another company? That's my opinion. I love that. I love just even taking that. How would I want to buy, right? And taking that and then applying it. And just that will open up the door right there. So many more prospects. So I'm with you on that. Mike, this has been a pleasure. Now, for anybody who wants to learn more about DocuFace or connect with you online, where should they head? 
They should head to LinkedIn. I'm very easy to find. Mike Cavanaugh on LinkedIn. I'm a big believer in the network. If they're interested in learning about DocFiz and automating their accounting processes, AP, any kind of business process that is complex in the back office, go to www.docufiz.com. Check it out. And I'm a big believer in giving back to the community. So if there's anyone I can talk to about their sales process, their partner process, anything like that, marketing strategies, I'm always open to it. And I'll give a shout out, Jordan. I really appreciate you inviting me to this. And it's it's been a real pleasure to speak with you. Awesome. You guys, go check out those links. Connect with Mike on LinkedIn. And if you have a question, hey, shoot your shot. People will help you out. This is why we built this show, to give you guys access to experts like Mike. But then when they're nice enough to drop their contact, go connect. Start that conversation. And that's on you, listener. That's on you. Take that action. Mike, thanks again for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Cheers. Oh.